Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chofches in Sukkah. Again, we learned for four Shlema for Yosef Asrio Ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday we left off at the second of the wide lines. We were just discussing how Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer never repeated anything over in any halacha unless he heard it directly from his Rebbe. It could be, we said that maybe it was possibly only during the Rebbe's lifetime, but at the Mrashi Mashma that um, he, he never failed to listen to anything that his Rebbe said. Other than Farshim, we said that he, he, even if he didn't say it, even if his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochman Zaki, didn't say it directly, but he first investigated to make sure that that's what his Rebbe would have held. Anyway, at the second line of the Avchav Chesam the second of the wide lines where we left of yesterday, we talk about Rabbi Lezer's Rebbe, Rabbi Yochman Zakai, the famous Rabbi Yochman Zakai. Amr Lev Rabbi Yochman Zakai, they said about Rabbi Yochman Zakai, these were even more things than were, than were said about Rabbi Lezer. Mi Yomav Lo Sachsi Chesun, he never spoke profane language, or, you know, shtuyos, mundane things. <coughs> he never walked four Amos without studying Torah, or below tefillin without tefillin. He always had Torah and tefillin with him. And, in addition, the Lokidmo out of the base medrash. He was always the first in the base medrash. Nobody beat him to the base medrash in the morning. He never slept, <coughs> never dozed off in the base medrash. Loshin is keva, not a regular sleep. Loshin is roy, not even a catnap. He never thought of Divrei Torah in a dirty place where it was where it was improper to learn Torah. He never left anybody in the base medrash. In other words, he was the last out. He never left the base medrash with other people in there. He was the first one in, the last one out. Nobody ever found him sitting silently. He was always sitting and learning. He, nobody ever opened up a, the door to his students. Sometimes when a student came in to learn with him, uh, he opened the door himself. In other words, he didn't have any attendance. He was the one to greet them. Again, he, he showed a tremendous uh, kirva, a tremendous uh, closeness to his Talmidim, opened the door for them himself. This is the point. He never, never uh, said anything that he did not hear from his Rebbe. He made sure that his Rebbe would have held of that same thing. And that's what his own student uh, uh, Rebbe Lezer also followed the same, in the same footsteps. We'll see in a minute who was Rabbi Yochman Zakai's Rebbe. He never, he never said it's time to leave the Beis Medrash. He stayed in the Beis Medrash from early morning to late at night. He never left in the middle of the day. Chutz, except Arab Pesach, because they had to take care of the carbon Pesach, right? He says, when, if they were still doing the, the during his time, they were still doing the carbon of Beis Megdash. And also, as he said, because the, t- the children should nap, he left Nechanokas, and as he made sure that the children would leave the base medrash and take a nap, so they should be up at night for the Haggadah, for, for the Seder. Uh, and and Barri Yom Kippur, he also left during Yom Kippur, during, uh, Erev Yom Kippur during the day, because he had to eat meals. That was a mitzvah to eat, eat meals during, uh, during games. So the only time that he ever left the base medrash during the day was on Erev Pesach, because of the carbon Pesach, and so that the kids should go to sleep. And on Erevim Kippur for the meals. And his student, Reb Lezer, that we were talking about yesterday, followed in his same footsteps. famous There were 80 Talmidim had 80 students. The top 30 were, uh, were fit that the Holy Spirit of Hashem should rest upon them. They were, fit, they were as fit as Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, and the, and the, the uh, 30 of them were roy that the sun should stand still for them like it did for Yoshua. Esrem Benin, the 
20 average ones, I mean, it's the middle ones, so to speak, uh, uh, were, and 20 among them were like in between, but they were also like great. It, it's not clear whether, in other words, the, the 30 lowest ones were, were, were Yeshua, like Yeshua ben Nun, and the other 20 were between the two 30s. Not clear what that means, but in any case, they were, uh, they were all great. Godosh and the greatest among them, Yerosh ben Nazil. The greatest among them was Yerosh ben Nazil. Again, was it the greatest of all of them or greatest among the Beinonim? Bashim Shah, I always learned is that the greatest among the Beinonim was Yonasim ben Azil. the the smallest, meaning the, the least worthy among them all, even the greatest he was, was Yerachman Zakai. He was the smallest of them, the smallest in stature. They said, Nothing, he didn't leave anything over. Not only simple, the Mikra, the, the, uh, the scriptures themselves, O Mishnah, and the Mishnayis that the Tanoim learned which were sugar, but people knew those. But Gemara, the Gemara, the we, like we learned the Gemara that discusses all the, the conflicts, the explanations of the Mishnah, the steeris, the things that to resolve. Halachas, the halacha lemaisa, agados, the, um, <clears throat> the narratives, uh, the stories, the agotic uh, things, the narratives, the stories about, uh, about the, the earlier people. Dikduke Torah. Rashi says Dikduke Torah are everything that uh, uh, the dictator are the, the extra letters, like we learn, like we're going to learn later on today, the hey from he Ezrach, the extra letters, what that teaches us. That's dictator. Dictator are the chumras that the rabbis added on, the gzairas and takonas that they kept, they made on to make a fence around the Torah for us. Kalam achamorim, that's kalvachomers. In other words, Rebbe Zakai knew everything. Mikra Mishnah, Mishnah, the Gemara, every, every little thing you could think of, Agadas, Dictator, 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 Gzair Shabbos, that were Mokubal from Rebbe down to Rebbe, Tkufos, the uh, astronomy, all the, how, the, how, the, how the constellations work and how we measure, uh, the, how the calendars are figured. Gematrios, Gematrios not only refers, Rashi says, to the value of the miracle value of the letters, but also the other uh, ways of learning, like uh, like they learn about Aleph Taf, uh, they, they learn out the um, the order of the letters, not just the value of the letters, but the order of the letters are also uh, give us various drushos, like uh, they call that Atbash, the first letter and the last letter, then the second letter and the second to the last letter, etc. Learning in that way, that's also part of the gematria. Sichas Malchayasharis, the ministering angels. Their language, even Yehoshua and Zakkai I knew that too. The Sichas Shadim, the way spirits spoke, right? Spirits, demons. Sichas to call them, the way trees spoke to one another. Hard to understand what that is, right? Mishalos Kovsim, Mishalos Shum, the parables, uh, they call those the fillers, the fullers uh, parables and the fox parables. These stories the way they were told, all these various parables. He knew them too. He knew everything. It was like, a lot of this was said about Shlomo Melch as well. Dover Godov Dover Cotton, right? Uh, all the great things and the small things. Dover Godov was at Meisim Recover, the famous Meisim Recover. It's brought down in Cheskel that we hard to understand what that is. Dover Cotton, Havayis the Bible of all the questions that Abayim Rubber raised later on. He boiled who this, he boiled who that. Rechem had already resolved those, and then they, they were later on they were forgotten, and then Abayim Rubber raised them again. The Kaimash Nemer to fulfill. The pasuk it says lahan by yesh. This is said by Shlomo Melech, right? Lahan to inherit to those who love me yesh substance. In other words, it's the great substance of the Torah. Those who are saying Amali and I will fill their stores, their storehouses. Meaning that 
uh, he was Mekayim all this, that uh, all the Torah that, that came down from Moshe Rabbeinu and that the rabbis added on later on through Shlomo Melech, etc., Yochan ben Zakkai knew all that. If the smallest among them, Yochan ben Zakkai, was either the smallest of the 20 or the smallest of all 80, which is way most of the thing, and most people interpret the, this uh, story here that the Gorosh Bukhom is the, the greatest of all the 80, and the smallest of all of Rabbi Yochman Zakkai, if he was that. So obviously, the, the, uh, if he, he had all this, like what's missing? Certainly had everything. Uh, so obviously, they had even more than that. He was the greatest. The, the smallest of the 80, the smallest in stature and cheshivas and uh, in, uh, importance was Yochman Zakkai. So the greatest certainly had all that. That was Yonas and Benazil. When he would learn Torah, any, any bird that flew above him was burnt up right away. And Tosa says, It was as if they were given a Torah. Right? We said, right, the Torah was given in fire. There was like fire around him. In other words, it's hard to understand. It, the Torah was so strong among uh, these great people like Yonas and Benazil that there was fire all around. There was tremendous heat and any bird flying over would just b- burn up. Continuing with the discussion about the halachas of sukkah. Mishai Roshavah was sukkah with Shechanah Masachabayis. Now, uh, there's really no illustrations on today's daf, but we're really looking back at number 15 on back on daf Gimel where, um, and we referred to this picture later on too, and we said it wasn't quite the right picture, but it's hard. it depends how you understand it. Back in number 15, we're talking about the person there looks like he's in a big sukkah, but he's sitting at the edge of the sukkah. This is uh, illustration number 15 on page number 5, and he's sitting at the edge of the sukkah so that his, the table is actually inside his house. The, the same picture is shown on number 48 uh, on Davzayin of Bay's number 48 on page 16 in the illustration book, and it's the exact same picture, and we thought that the picture is displaced a little bit because they were really talking about a smaller sukkah. But we'll see what the Gemara says. The Gemara Gav Gimel explains it as, as we'll see soon. So Mishael Rosh Hashanah person was mostly in the sukkah, and his, and his table was in the house. Beishamay says, postal, that's no good. Ubeisil Machshim Beishil says, it's okay, that's okay. Amrulam Beishil Beishamay, Beishil Beishamay, lo kachim, what are you talking about? Wasn't there a story, Shaochul Zikin Beisham, Zikin Beisil, Levakas, Rebelchim Ben Achoranus? Wasn't there a story that the elders of Beisham and Beisil went to visit this great, or this town, or Rebelchim Ben Achoranus? When they found he was sitting with him and most of his body in the sukkah. The reason to take most of his body is because they didn't sit upright like we normally sit. They sit leaning back like we do on, on Pesach, right? They lean over. So and when they lean over, uh, it's very possible that their head could be in the sukkah and not their body. So he says, Roshiv Rubas to be in the sukkah. Right? And the shulchan is in the house. So uh, there's a picture there. Uh, you can look also, if you're looking back on page number five, so illustration number 14 is also like that, where it's a very small sukkah, or number 10, where he's, his bed is sort of sticking out of the sukkah. But in these cases, we're talking about a very small sukkah. So are we talking about a small sukkah that only fits his head and most of his body and a small table? Or are we talking about a large sukkah, but he's sitting at the edge of the sukkah with the shulchan in his house? So the Pashim Shah and the Mrs. Mishai Rosh Hashanah and Betoch Abayas, Mash, we're talking about a large sukkah. Okay, so... Beishamai says that's no good. Beisil says that's okay. Comes along, Beisil tell, tells, tells a, a story. It wasn't a story with the elders, both of our elders. 
the, the elders of Beisham Beisam, who visited Rabbi Yochanan Chorus, and he was sitting with most of his body was in the sukkah, but the, the shulchan was in the house. Well, they didn't say anything to him. So it's mashma that it's okay. Like we say, that it's okay. Amrul and Beisham, Beisham, he said, Mishamar, you think it's a proof from there? Afhem, they did tell him, you got the story wrong. Afhem, Amrul, they told him, if you always were accustomed to sit this way, you weren't in the mitzvah sukkah at all. That's what the Mishnah says. The Gemara, today's Gemara does not deal anymore with this story. But back in Daf Gimel, we did deal with the story. And there, the Gemara, back in Daf Gimel, if you recall, said that there's a machlokas b'sham in both aspects, both in num- the way 15 is uh, number, the illustration number 15, where you're sitting at a ba- in a big sukkah, but your shulchan is out of the sukkah. B'sham says, don't do that. Apostles that. Why? Because we're afraid if, you're, if, you're, if the shulchan is in the house, you'll come to him sit inside the house. So it's, it's like exera, the, it's not that the sukkah is puzzle, the sukkah is okay. But if the shulchan is, out of the house, is outside of the sukkah in your house, we're afraid that you'll follow and you'll go into the house and you'll sit and you'll eat there. So Beishamai forbade that, Beishil did not. The other machlokis is by a very small sukkah, like in number 14, where the sukkah is so small it just barely holds you and your, your, and the shulchan. That Beishamai says there, it's got to hold the shulchan too. If it only holds the person, like if it's less than seven tfachim, like six tfachim, whatever, six tfachim square doesn't have room for the shulchan, that's no good according to Beisham, according to Beisham, that's okay. So the Gemara over there said there's a machlokas in both those cases. Beisham says both cases are no good. Beisham says both cases are good. Some Rishonim learn that Allah is like Beisham in both aspects, both number 14 and number 15. The, the Allah is like Beisham. The, 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 in, the, in the small sukkah, the Allah is that it has to be able to hold, it's got to be seven plus by seven plus Tfachim. It's got to be able to hold you and your Shulchan. And in number 15, that's also no good because Xera, the rabbi said it's no good because you might come to follow the shulchan into the house and you might sit in the house. So some learn that the Allah is in both aspects and some say no. In other words, it could be, if, if you hold like that the Allah is in both aspects, is why? Because in both cases, he goes there that you're going to come to eat outside the sukkah. If, if, the, if, the, house, if the shulchan, does, if the uh, sukkah is so small that it cannot contain your shulchan, or if your shulchan is out is outside of the sukkah anyway. Even if you're in a good sukkah, either way, you might come to follow it and leave the sukkah and eat in 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 eat out eat outside the sukkah. So Beishamai holds it's no good in both cases, and we possibly Beishamai in both cases. Other Rishonim learn no. In number fourteen, it's a basic psul in the sukkah where it's very small. If it does not hold you and your table, that's not a proper sukkah. That's not a way you live. You don't live in a house like that. You don't live in a house where you're, it's so small that you can't even fit a table in there. So that's a psul in the sukkah, and that's absolutely no good. In number 15, where the sukkah is bigger, it's just that the shulchan is outside the sukkah, that's already exerted that Beishamai holds that way, Beishil doesn't, and there we might pass, and some Rishonim Paschal, like Beishil, it's okay. That, so that according to, let's say, Tosfas, in number 15, that would be okay, you'd be say, but in number 14, we pass like Beishamai, that it's too small and it's no good. Says the Mishnah, let's continue on with the Mishnah. <coughs> um... Women, avonim knanim, and children are potter from a sukkah. You would think that's logical, right? Mitzvah said women should be potter. Mitzvah says she is man grama. But we'll tomorrow we'll have a discussion about this. Cotton chain sochlimo. A cotton who doesn't need his mother anymore. He doesn't get up crying in the morning. Mommy, mommy. He doesn't talk that way. He's able. You're supposed to, to train him to to sit in the sukkah. Maisa, there's a story where even a younger child, the altar kolosu shalshamay zaka, and shamay zaka's daughter-in-law gave birth. 
And right away, the baby, it was a small baby. Baby needed its mother. They, they broke down the roof there where the baby was, and they put schach up there for the cotton. So the story contradicts what we just said. We just said a cotton who doesn't need his mother anymore is chayv and a sukkah. But a cotton, a baby who needs his mother, a little child, is not chayv and sukkah. And here we see a story where Shammai Yazakin was machmer, and that we'll see if there's a chumr in the Gemara. Where do we get this idea that women are potter from sukkah? So you might say, Mitzvah says, is wrong, that seems obvious. The Gemara will deal with that. But first thing, Gemara says, we have Sukkot. Tan Rabbanan, right? It says, Kol Ezrach B'Yisrael Yeshvu Basukos, right? So it says, Ezrach Ze Ezrach. That's a native, a regular Jew. Ha Ezrach, Lahotzi Yesanashim, excluding women. Now we've got a Pusik excluding women. But what does that mean? And then, Kol Ezrach, Yeshvu Basukos, Kol Rabbos includes children. So children are included. Children don't need their mother, but women, the mothers, are Potter. Let's understand this. We say the word he, the hey, like we said before. Rashi referred to this the, 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 when we talk about the uh, Torah, the extra hey is like the Torah, the Ezrach, the hey is coming to, to exclude women. That would mean that the word Ezrach by itself includes women. Women are natives too, right? But whether women and men, Ladies and gentlemen, right, are all included in Ezrach. And they would be high. Ah, the Pasuk says, Ha Ezrach excludes women. So the hey is now an exclusion. Okay. Lememra, the Ezrach, the Ezrach means men and women. The hey excludes, excludes women. Okay. I have a time we learn when it comes to another time when it says Ezrach, where? On Yom Kippur. It says, Ta'anu es nafsho sechem, sasu, Ha Ezrach v'hager, Hagar b'sochachem, right? So there, the hey ha'ezrach includes women. Women are also chayev to fast. We all know that, and they can't do malacha. So the Gemara asks, "Avatanya ha'ezrach l'rabos esanoshim." So here, the hey includes women. Ha'ezrachios, the women who are natives, shechayvus beinoy. They have to afflict their bodies also and not eat. Alma ezrach gabri mashma. So by Yom Kippur, the hey includes women. Since mashma ezrach by itself is only men, ha'ezrach includes women. And here by Sukkot, what are we saying? That Ezrach by itself would mean men and women. Ha Ezrach excludes women. Which one is it? Do we have a stira? Amar Abba Hilchasinu. The truth is, it's Halach L'Mash Misina. Basmachin Rabbanan Kuray. Rabbanan applied it, relied, relied a pasuk on this drasha. But which one? Which is the right one? What does Ezrach really mean? Does Ezrach mean men and women, and the hay comes to exclude women, or does Ezrach mean? Men only, like on Yom Kippur, and the hey comes to include women. Which one's which? Hey, Krav, hey, Echosah. Which is the, the real Pasuk? In other words, what does it really mean? What does Ezra really mean? And the hey, if Ezra means both, then hey comes to exclude one, exclude the women. If Ezra means only men, then hey includes women. So which one is which? What's Allah Lomashmi Sinai? And which is the real Pasuk where, where the Drash is from the Pasuk itself? It means this. That's what it means. And, you know, it means, Ezrach means, let's say, men and women, and the hay comes to exclude it. Or is it the other one, that Ezrach means only men, and hay comes to include women? What's the real Russian? And which is the halacha mishmisina, which is, goes against that? Because they can't be, they can't both be correct. Ezrach either means one or the other. It doesn't mean one or both. The sukhralami, who needs sukhram at all over here? Why do we need a pasik to tell me this halacha? Don't both things apply? Lomali ilchasal, by the sukhralamali, what do I need a, a Pasuk to teach me something? What do I need a Lacham Hashem Sinai to teach me that women are either Chayev or not Chayev? HaSukah Mitzvah Seishas Ron Grama. We know Sukkah Mitzvah Seishas Ron Grama. It only applies on Sukkahs. HaMitzvah Seishas Ron Grama. Nashim Tursik. Mar and Kedushin. Everybody knows that. And Yom Kippur, 
is an iser, is a malacha. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to do malacha. When it comes to isurim, there's no difference between men and women. We know. Right? When it comes to isurim, when it comes to mitzvah, say, okay, mitzvah says just my grandma, women don't have mitzvah say shalom is my grandma. Men and women are both chayev. Mitzvah let's say there is no difference. Isser Shabbos, Isser uh, Muksa, Isser Nida, whatever, whatever Isurim there are, apply to men and women equally. So, Hishva Kosov, where I'm in Beza, Kosov, Ishli Shachalan Shashabatar, when it comes to punishments, when it comes to Isurim, they're all the same. So, who needs Halachim Ashmesinai here? Who needs a Pasuk? What did we talk about? Amr Abayel Olam Sukkah El Chasem. I'll tell you what it is. Sukkah is Halachim Ashmesinai, meaning. That sukkahs come tell me that, that women are potter. We need Allah Mashmisinai for that. Which means that what does Ezra really mean normally? Ezra, right? The Halu is so therefore Ezra is what? In other words, like by Yom Kippur. Ezra means men. By Yom Kippur, the Hey Ha Ezra includes women also. That's what that's what it really means. Ezra means men, the Hey comes to include it. So by, by, by Sukkot, we don't say that, because by Sukkot, we have a Mosh Misinai, the women are potter, okay? In other words, don't learn it like the, you would learn normally the Pasuk, Ezra means men, and hey comes to include women. No, 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 no. When it comes to Sukkot, that's a Lachum Mosh Misinai, women are potter. That's how you darshan it. And the Pasuk is on a smachta, the hey is excluding. It doesn't really come to exclude. It's not the mashmo, it's not the, the deduction or the understanding of the word itself. It's a Lachum Mosh Misinai, said, Women are potter, Allah Sinai. Why do we need Allah Sinai? We'll see. But women are potter. And the rabbi said, oh, ha ezrach, ezrach means both. And hey, comes to exclude the women. That's just like a rasmachta. Lolam sukkah hilchasa. The israch, why do we need a pasuk in, in general for? Hello, it's, uh, we just said it's mitzvah sheshah zwan gamasach. And I might think, teishbu kain taduru. You're supposed to live in the sukkah the way you live at home. Ma dir, just like in your dira, in your house, Men and women live together. In other words, yes, normally women, but over here I might think this is an exceptional case. You're supposed to live in your sukkah the way you live at home, men and women together. So I might think here a special case, they were Kamashman, women are potter. That's what Allah Messiah teaches me. I might Oh, like we learned from Chagamatz the other day, we had Xavier Shaba, Chamisha Asar, it says by Sukkot, Chamisha Asar by Pesach. So I might think just like by Pesach, women are Chayev, right? Chayev to eat matzah. Why are they Chayev to eat matzah? Because there, they're prohibited from eating chametz, right? It says, one of the Pesach talks about you have to eat matzah, you're prohibited from eating chametz. Whoever's Whoever is prohibited from eating chametz is also chayv to eat matzah. So I might think ma lahol and nashim chayv as a chayv in matzah. Why are they chayv matzah over there? Even that's also a mitzvah seishas ran grama. Why? Because a special drasha, whoever is forbidden to eat chametz, must eat matzah the first night. So afkan nashim. So I might think here also women should be chayv in sukkah. Kamash malan that the halacha mashmasina women are potter. The hashdamer sukkah hilchasa. So now that we say what that sukkah is halacha mashmasina, I crawl lomeli. What do I really need the pasuk for? What do I need this pasuk of? Okay, say it's a, you say it's an asmachta, Ezrach means both, hey, exclude, that's an asmachta. That's just an application, it's like a rabbinical application, like to, to, to uh, you know, to the saber ozen, to make it nice, and you should remember the, uh, the drasha, that women are potter. But what's the real pasuk for? Hashem and Sukkot Yilchasa, Kural Lomeli, what are the pasuk? L'Rabba says a geirim, to include geirim, that geirim are also included in the Allah of Sukkot. Zachem, in Ohezuk Yisrael, Amrachmana, V'lo es a geirim, 
Kamash Malan, therefore, right, Ezrach means Yisraelim, real native Jews, not, not uh, converts, Kamash Malan, the hey really includes Gerim, right? Yom Kippurim, what about Yom Kippur? So Yom Kippur, wait a minute, let's go back to Yom Kippur now. So we're now we're saying by Yom Kippur, that's the real drasha, that what? That Ezrach means men, how Ezrach includes women. Again, what do we need a Pasuk for? We just said the drasha of Ravidah Marav, that when it comes to Isurim, men and women apply it equally. But Ravidah Marav, Navkas, is loaded in Israel, I'll tell you what it's for. To tell me that women are high, you have to add on. There's a mitzvah just like Tosas Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of Tosas Yom Kippur. You have to start fasting while it's a little bit daylight and fast a little bit after. Yom Kippur is over. At the, at the end, we add a few minutes. If you, in other words, if you eat on Yom Kippur, you're chayv karis. But if you eat, let's say, before Yom Kippur starts, when you're supposed to start fasting before Yom Kippur, you're not chayv for that. There's no lav and there's no onish for that. It's a mitzvah, you're supposed to. The, the onish and the lav is only on Yom Kippur itself. Right? It says, so I might think that what? That since there's no, uh, it's there. There's no, there's no onish and asara. Lonis chayv and ashim klam. Maybe women aren't chayv to start fasting at all. Men should start fasting 15 minutes before shkia, let's say. But the women don't have to fast until shkia. Kamash malan. That women are also chayv in that. That's why we have this. So that's when being rav. Yes, of course. The basic halacha: the women are chayv in all losases and all isurim that we know from yiram rav. But the reason why we have the pasuk hoyzrach is to teach me. That what? That women are chayev even in Tosfas uh, Inui as men are. Even though there's no punishment if they didn't observe it. Omar Mar. Call the Rabbis HaSektanim. So he said, right? Call Ezrach. So he said again, the reason we know women are potter on, from the sukkah is Sinai. You might think they'd be chayev because they're supposed to live with their husbands, less like in, inside the house. And therefore, the Messiah uh, the, doesn't apply to them. Kamash no. They're still potter from sukkah. But but uh, children, right, should be included. You just said call includes ketanim, and here you say the Mishnah said that nashim v'adam and ketanim, including young children, are potum sukkah If a kid's old enough to understand what's going on, then you're supposed to put put him in the sukkah. He's supposed to understand. He's supposed to learn the mitzvah sukkah. If he's old enough to understand, he's he's learning already. You should have him in the sukkah. If he's too young, if he's a little child, doesn't know what's going on, you don't have to have him in the sukkah. There's always a shy of Rav has a shear about that too, whether uh, is, is the raisa or the So the general idea could be that it's a da'oraisa. Obviously, in other words, like, like Rav Asher says, there's a lot of mitzvahs that are not in the 613 mitzvahs, like Tzar Balachayim, like many things. Even the, the shear, if, if you heard Rav Asher shear last week, you know, the famous idea that the Ramban holds that Yishu Eretz is a mitzvah, I'll say it's one of the 630 mitzvahs. The Rambam doesn't hold it, he doesn't list it. Of course the Rambam holds it, it's a mitzvah. He just doesn't hold it in the 613. There are many things that are rots on Hashem and that are mitzvah Hashem, but are not necessarily listed in the, in the, uh, in the, in the Torah. And therefore, uh, but, but, it, but it's clearly, it's, it's a mitzvah. So it's not one of the 613, but he holds that it's a mitzvah, the Raisa, to live in Eretz Yisrael. So, here also he says, he only really it's a mitzvah drabbonan. It's a mitzvah only drabbonan to teach the children. They're not chayven mitzvahs until they're 13 years old or 12 years old in the case of a girl. She's potter anyway from sukkah, but for a boy 13 years old, 
But in Rabbanan, it's Charlie Yechinach, and they were so mechan on the Pasik. In other words, again, it's not really, it's a real drasha. It's an asmach that the rabbis relied, this drasha that they darshan, they relied on a Pasik just to make it, uh, to make it more comfortable for us. Katan Shein is Rachlimo. A cotton who doesn't need his mother and his chayv in sukkah, you know, you're supposed to put him in the sukkah. Again, not chayv in a Torah, but you're What's an example of a child who doesn't need his mother? If he can go to the bathroom by himself without his mother having to wipe him. If he wakes up, he doesn't call out mommy. When he wakes up, he doesn't call out ima. Even their older children, when they wake up, they say, Mom, where's breakfast? You know, they say, Mom. In other words, a, ba- a little child's going to call, Ima, 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 Mommy, 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 until she comes and takes care of him. That's a cotton shitzarchal emo. If he doesn't call out, if he just wakes up and says, Mommy, where's breakfast? That's not tzarchal emo. And uh, he, would, he should be put in the sukkah. So again, the last, we said that if it's a small child, Right, a small child who still needs his mother does not need kachen sochlimo. If he doesn't need his mother anymore, you should put him in the sukkah. Put him in the sukkah, least rabbanan. If he needs his mother, you know. Then he tells a story with with Shammai daughter-in-law who gave birth and there was a little baby over there, and they already put him in a sukkah. Meisel again. You bring a story to contradict the halacha you just said. It's missing. You don't have to, but Shammai's machmer himself. Great rabbis were machmer. They were more stringent for themselves. Meisel there's a story of Yelda Kolossus Shalshame Azak, and his daughter-in-law gave birth to Pichsa Mazeva, and they knocked, they broke down a little bit of the roof there, put Tzachachle Vesicha Amita B'Shvila Katan. Says the Mishnah. All seven days, you're supposed to make your permanent dwelling in your sukkah. Ubeisarai, just go into the house to get stuff out there. Keep, keep, you, as we'll see, keep utensils in the house and stuff like that. But the sukkah should be your basic dwelling place where you eat, sleep, you eat and drink and sleep there. Yaduk Shaman, if it rains in the middle of Sukkot, which it does sometimes, and you're stuck, and what do you do? You're mitzvah. So, Meimus, <clears throat> I'm with Lifnos. At what point are you allowed to evacuate the Sukkah? Misha from the time that the porridge starts going bad. In other words, when the rain's coming into your soup, if you recall, right? When it starts raining into your soup, time to get out of the Sukkah. Mashla, Mashla, I gave a Mashla, Madav, or Domer. When you're sitting in your sukkah and rain is coming down on your food, a servant came and to pour a cup of wine for his master, and the master took the cup and threw it in his face. So to speak, Hashem is telling us, you know, uh, you know you're trying to serve, but Hashem is throwing it back in our face, like spinning in our face, so to speak, throwing the water in our face to show that your mitzvah is not fully accepted. Hashem is like sort of punishing us uh, that, you know, we don't have the right kavanas, whatever. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, it's very rare there, but it has rained in sukkah here too. So maybe that's also an indication that if your sukkah is in Eretz Yisrael, you're not going to have rain there. So Hashem accepts the sukkah better in Eretz Yisrael than in Chutzlar. It's All seven days, the sukkah is supposed to be your main dwelling place. You you eat and drink and sleep there, and you learn there. Kate said, you If you've got nice furniture, nice vessels, mal and sukkah, put them in the sukkah. Right, people have air conditioners and all kinds of fancy things. Matzosnos, you got nice bedding, mats, whatever. Mount, put them in the sukkah. you eat and you drink, and and you you have your leisure. Besuka in the sukkah. How do we know this? Teshvu says Teshvu besukas Teshvu darshin. You're supposed to dwell there. Kain to do like you live in your house. All seven days you're supposed to make your permanent dwelling the sukkah. And the house is just where you keep stuff there. You, 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 you visit your house, but you should stay, your main dwelling should be in the sukkah. Kate said, 
Again, like we said in the Brisa, the, another uh, the another Brisa explains it this way. How you look him if you've got good vessels, nice vessels, monster, put them in the sukkah. Matzos knows nice mats, bedding, couches, whatever, put them in the sukkah. Malam sukkah. Oh, so you eat and drink a metal and you finger leisure sukkah. also you learn in the sukkah. You learn, Mama, you learn and you should learn. You can read the Psukim, Mikra, and the Mishnayis, which are well-known, easily, right? People had to memorize that in the Sukkah. The Tuni Baritla, but learning, which takes more concentration and you're more, uh, more, uh, more, you know, deeper, deeper things, you shouldn't do in the Sukkah. That you, that's a lot to do out of the Sukkah because it's hard to learn in the Sukkah. You're outside, the sun, etc. It's It depends if you're just reading the Gemara or you're studying it in depth, profoundly. When Rava and Rava were, were learning in front of Chista, they ran to the Gemara quickly. Not just to read the Gemara quickly, they read it. And then when they, 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 uh, dealt, you know, they dealt deeper into it, they studied it uh, uh, profoundly in Svara, that already could be outside the Sukkah. So here he means this. We say in one that you should learn in the sukkah. The other answer is you say outside the sukkah. You should learn the Gemara just to review it. But if you have to really de- learn it in depth, that you could do in the base matters. Amrava, amani If you had drinking cups, you could leave them in the sukkah because when you're drinking cups, when you finish drinking them, they're basically clean. Amani mechla barmsa. But food like dishes, dirty dishes, take them out of the sukkah. It's not proper because they're 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 um, soiled. And that would not be proper to leave the soil things in the sukkah because that's going to make things, you know, bring bugs, etc. It's not going to be clean. Chatzva v'shachil. Let's say you had uh, earthenware vessels, or shachil uh, is uh, like um, wooden uh, wooden pails. Again, that leave outside the sukkah because they're going to be dirty. Shargamatlasa, but a candle, a a, uh, a lamp or a lantern. That could leave in the sukkah. Some say leave that outside the sukkah. If you have a large sukkah, you can leave a lamp in there. It's not. It's not considered. It's not going to be considered uh, dirty, or even though even though it's earthenware, but it's not going to make bugs, etc. But in a small sukkah, it's probably prohibited, maybe because it's going to cause a fire. In fact, he says Rashi says in a small sukkah. Right, so shall shear mitzumsum a very small sukkah. It's exactly seven tefachim plus. Also, maybe because of a fire or because the smell. More likely because it's uh, because it's made earthenware and it's dirty, and it'll probably you know make it uncomfortable for you. So you want the sukkah to be comfortable. If it's a big sukkah, you can put the lamp in the corner, even if it smells a little bit. If it's a small sukkah, you shouldn't leave it in there. All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow, Mitzvah Have a good day, everybody.